Well, welcome to another episode of our podcast, Ag Plus Bio Plus Science. It's presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector, the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology converge. This week, excited to sit down with Dr. Carl McDormand. Carl is the Associate Dean of Academic Affairs and the Director of Informatics uh, and Data Science and Associate Professor of Human-Computer Interaction at IUPUI's School of Informatics. Carl, welcome to the podcast. Give us a little, if you would, uh, Carl, uh, an introduction to you. Your background is uh, extremely in- interesting. You have a global background, really. Talk about your uh, background uh, before arriving at IUPUI. I was born in California, and I studied at UC Berkeley in computer science, and I was very interested in artificial intelligence at the time, back in the 1980s. I worked for Sun Microsystems in Switzerland, which has merged into Oracle for a couple of years. And then I went to Cambridge University for my PhD in computer science. And I went and worked in Japan at Osaka University as an assistant and then associate professor in robotics and machine learning. And uh, I worked with Hiroshi Shiguro, who is one of the very first people to develop androids that can interact with their environment. And uh, I also started up a couple startups uh, with some friends in Korea and Canada. I came to IUPUI in 2005. Your background, really, in robotics. Talk about the, your experience in that in that arena. I think, you know, from my PhD and even earlier, I was very interested in uh, cognitive science and how human beings develop their kind of inner model about the world. And so it was a pleasure to work with Hiroshi Ishiguro because we're working together in what is called android science, which is how to develop very human-like robots that we can use to study interaction between people, you know, how people interact with each other. So we're really controlling for the appearance of the robot so we can implement our kind of cognitive models in the robot and see how they play out. This is the first time uh, we've had someone from the IUPUI School of Informatics uh, on our podcast. Uh, Informatics has been uh, really a shining star, I think, in many ways uh, at IU Bloomington and at IUPUI. But share with us a bit more about the School of Informatics and some of the goals maybe you're working to achieve. So I think with agriculture, you're very interested in big data. You have a huge amount of data to process. And uh, we've developed a number of programs. So we have data science programs at the undergraduate, master's, and PhD level. In fact, our data science PhD is the first in the state. And uh, we're also working with Bloomington that has a huge master's program with many students who are both online, some of them not even here, and uh, also residential students who are doing research on campus. And uh, I think that there are many opportunities for those interested in agriculture. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have students who come with specific Mm -hmm. opportunities like climate and so on, so we can put them in contact with research faculty. And I think some unique aspects of our program is that we're focused really on the entire data science pipeline. So from where you're you're accumulating the data, uh, the acquisition, uh, data curation, storing the data in, in the cloud with using distributed storage, uh, then 
processing the data, analyzing the data, finding some sort of tangible results, and reporting it and making it understandable to other people. Mm -hmm. And also building systems that let users play with the data, because not everyone is a data scientist who can mm -hmm. sit down on their machine and analyze data all day. So letting users interact with the data, for example, through the web or mobile systems. Yeah. So I sense you really see an opportunity or a future, certainly, uh, for informatics in the ag space. Do you see that that with that dependence that agriculture has on data, whether it's uh, uh, the weather, uh, field conditions, whatever it might be, you see informatics continuing to play an important role in, in agriculture? I think informatics is incredibly important in agriculture. Now we see that technology is interacting with plants down to the plant level, monitoring individual plants and what are the inputs to that plants, how is it performing, and that kind of thing. You know, for example, with plants grown in warehouses. And I think that informatics will be key to taming all of that data and also the use of machine learning and artificial intelligence in order to optimize agriculture and to make it possible in areas where it had not been, for example, areas that are deserts and so on. How about students and how you prepare students for what I think still is a relatively new but a rapidly changing industry when you look at informatics? How do you prepare students for that? I think in, in terms of student preparation, it depends on what level they're coming in because uh, undergraduate and master's students are actually very different from each other. I think the undergraduate students need to or orient themselves and come to understand what agriculture is about because many of them may not understand it very well or they may have an old-fashioned viewpoint. They don't understand uh, how high-tech it is now with the use of robots. And uh, also at, at the graduate level, often students come in who have already particular interests. So we would like to be able to cater to those interests, um, to be able to hook them up with the right faculty. We have a number of uh, specializations within data science, for example, uh, in uh, sports analytics. Mm. So being able to put, put, put a student in contact with the right faculty in those areas. You mentioned students connecting with faculty. How about business connections? Are there, are there connections to employers that are most needed for students from a training, a hands-on aspect? So we have dedicated staff and career services that are working with employers. So, for example, in a student who, for a student who's in sports analytics, we put them in contact with the Pacers, and mm -hmm. he was able to get a, a sports analytics internship with the Pacers. So I think those kind of connections are very important. Our program is applied. And so we're very much focused on the needs of industry and catering to the needs of industry. And uh, so I think those internships in terms of developing projects are very important for the students' education and careers. As you look at the placement rates, as I recall uh, seeing over a number of years, the placement rate for informatics graduates is, is pretty good. <laughs> it's very good, actually. Talk about that and that uh, how, how interested businesses are in informatics graduates. I think Indiana is really a, a becoming a kind of high-tech hub and a data science hub. Mm -hmm. And there's a great deal of demand for students with a background in data science. Mm -hmm. It's not the most 
you know, it's, it's a fairly difficult major mm -hmm. because students need to have knowledge from various fields like math, statistics, uh, programming, and so on. But when they're making the commitment, they can do extremely well. And the starting salaries are very high, like mm -hmm. maybe in the 80s for a student mm -hmm. with a master's degree or 90s mm -hmm. and with a bachelor's, you know, maybe in the 60s. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. As you look at that, you, you would uh, tend to think of those types of jobs and, and expertise maybe on the coasts or some other areas. But here, you're, in your view, Indiana here in the heartland uh, has real opportunity to, to really do some, some great things in the space. Well, there are major players here, mm -hmm. like Salesforce, e Eli Lilly. Many companies are using data. There's been a huge amount of growth, and many of our students are staying here. They're mm -hmm. not going to, to work in the coast. Of course, some are, and they also do very well. Mm -hmm. But there are many advantages to staying here, I think, yeah. which, which they later discover. <laughs> right, right, exactly. How, how, do, do you uh, sense that the informatics program, which I was around when it was launched at IU a number of years ago, uh, but that the informatics program uh, has a, a bright future uh, here uh, at IU and by extension in Indiana? Our School of Informatics and Computing at the IUPUI campus has doubled in size in a little over five years, and it's done very well. We've mm -hmm. doubled the number of programs, so many of the programs that are our largest now didn't exist five years ago, and uh, data science would be one of them, the Masters of Science and Data Science. So I see a very bright future in this area. Mm -hmm. um, our school is certainly growing and continuing to grow, even as the uh, demographics are going the other way. Very interesting perspective from Dr. Carl McDormand. He's the Associate Dean of Academic Affairs and the Director of Informatics and Data Science, also Associate Professor of Human-Computer Interaction at IUPUI's School of Informatics. Carl, thanks again for joining us on this edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science Podcast. It's a weekly production partnership between Agronovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And if you are an Ag Bio Bioscience Entrepreneur, be sure to apply for Agronovus's Ag Bioscience Startup Showcase. That's on April 30. The deadline to apply is February 28. And you can visit bit.ly backslash AB Showcase app for more information. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can share Ag Bioscience stories like this one with more and more people. Thanks for joining us this week. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Gary Dick. Produced by Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.